0: This is the Warm Springs Program on KWSO. This week we're going to learn about the IMPACTS Program in Warm Springs. Raylene Thomas is the Criminal Justice Planner for the IMPACTS Program.
1: The IMPACTS Program stands for Improving People's Access to Community-Based Treatment Supports and Services. So basically what it is is a bridge between uh, the criminal justice system and behavioral health and we work with people who are incarcerated, who are frequently involved with the criminal justice system, who also have behavioral health needs and that are dealing with substance use disorder and mental health disorders. We aren't working just with people who are court-ordered to receive services. We are working with people who are just frequently involved, so whether they're court-ordered or not. And basically, we just assist them through the process from incarceration back into reentry into the community and then follow ups after that.
0: Raylene talks about where funding came from for this program.
1: This is through uh, the state, it is a grant, Senate Bill 973 from 2019 uh, in the state of Oregon. Um, and that grant was basically dispersed to. Um, a few different communities, including tribal communities.
0: Antonio Gentry is the recovery mentor slash certified drug and alcohol counselor for the Impacts program. He talks about his role with the program.
2: So I go to the different jails, like Jefferson County, NORCOR, for individuals that are seeking treatment. Once they're released, I do um, drug and alcohol assessments while they're incarcerated, and I try to set them up with an appointment and an appointment after they are released. And I'm also there as, as well, you know, transporting, transporting them to back home or taking them straight to the Behavioral Health Center. Um, that is the goal is to just get them from jail straight over to getting services they need.
1: The way that we are working with uh, potential clients and our target population is building relationships with our community partners. So we receive our information through either court dockets or booking reports, stuff like that. And that's how we're able to uh, gather our information to be able to see who who may need services and who meets our target population.
2: When we received this grant, we had the jail open. We had the idea that the jail was going to be open and we were going to be working in there. With it closing, it just made it You know everything's a lot more difficult because we had to get approval through Jefferson County we had to get communications with all different agencies surrounding us
1: I guess that's one thing that I did want to highlight is that this um, this grant came about in 2019 however we didn't start until June of this year and the biggest obstacle being that our jail is closed now we've had to um, build stronger relationships with our community partners, to be able to have access to our target population, and just being innovative and trying to figure out different ways. We even went out into the community last week and just gave our information out and sharing our information uh, with as many partners as we can and then uh, being out in the community as much as we can too. I think it's just important for all of us to remember that there often is a relationship between behavioral health such as substance use disorder and mental health disorders that um, contribute to the frequent criminal justice involvement. And, um, you know, even further beyond that, there's historical trauma also. So our people, our community members, you know, they're all possibly struggling with something that we may not see, we may not understand. And If we can help get them to the services that meet their needs, um, then hopefully we can do that. Uh, I think it's easy to overlook that there's more than the crime that they're committing. Um, There is a human being that may be going through something, and that's where that mental health and substance use
0: disorders come into play. Antonio joins in to talk about some of the treatment options for their clients
2: yeah there's a couple of um different treatments um, like first is residential. um obviously if if they qualify for going to residential, then we'll try to get that scheduled as soon as they' they're released. or if they want to do stay around and do outpatient, which is a couple hours a week and you don't have to leave anywhere. It's just down at the behavior health center. and there's also just different um just different. Uh, classes that are um, offered at the Behavioral Health Center, like relapse prevention. I think also,
1: another form of treatment is the tribal-based practices. Yes. You know,
2: our own customs,
1: and traditions, um, and ways of life that can really touch um, the hearts and spirits of our people that are struggling. Prior to this position, I was a probation officer. And, you know, you want to talk about success, working one-on-one with, you know, many of our community members that are frequently in the criminal justice system and deal with behavioral health and substance use um, issues. Success is out there. I've seen so many people transform completely. That part of their life will always be a part of them. But to see them go add so much more to their lives in the most positive ways, impactful ways. Many of them are still doing really, really amazing right now. And they're doing big things in the community, in their lives, with their families, some being reunited with their children. I mean, it's pretty amazing how resilient um, our people are. But also being in that position, it was also the ones that hurt the most were the ones that are still struggling, but there are people that will always have hope for them, and I hope that our community members remember that. I have been told, you know, everybody gives up at some point, but hopefully our program could be one of the those resorts
0: that that don't and continue to help them the best that we can. Antonio Gentry shares his optimism about people changing for the better and what he can help with.
2: I believe every single one of us you know have, can change. The only difference is between me and anybody else incarcerated is that I didn't get caught. I'm just like them and they're just like me. There's no difference. I'm here to help um, with OHP enrollment, um, if they um, employment searches, resumes, anything they want to do to change. that's what we're here for. Um, whatever we can help with, we will.
1: So Antonio um, is the primary one that works one-on-one with all of them, and I assist where I can because I also work with the justice team. Um, I help coordinate those meetings. Um, I do different types of research, um, information collection, stuff like that. So, but he does the primary work with individuals, and I think it's called a warm handoff, yes, to, a warm handoff. to services. Yeah, yeah.
2: That's and. Good. And it's it's not even just straight to Behavioral Health Center. Like, if you need a warm handoff to DHS, I'm there to take you. CPS, I'll be there. If you don't want to get services at Behavioral Health, that's fine. I'll, I'll be there as well. I, you can meet with us. We can do what we can to help you out.
0: Antonio Gentry talks about the intake process.
2: I get them set up um, with uh, an intake and... It's basically, they'll be assigned a counselor once they get there, once they have their appointment. Um, It varies. Intakes are every day at 11 a.m. to 12 p.m. And um, it's COVID protocols. So there's a five person limit, call, uh, make an appointment and get set up after the intake's completed. That's when you schedule an assessment for a drug and alcohol assessment, mental health assessment.
0: They finish by sharing their contact information.
1: We are located at the Prevention Building, and that is at 1112 Wasco Street. Um, There is a doorbell there, um, COVID protocols, um, but that's where our office is. And then our phone number is 541-615-0141.
2: And also we we put these pamphlets up on the the Warm Springs Transit um, bus stops as well. So our numbers are on there, our address is on there give us a call, stop by.
0: That was Antonio Gentry and Raylene Thomas from the IMPACTS program in Warm Springs. I'm Duncan Bruno reporting for the Warm Springs program on your community radio station, 91.9 FM, KWSO.